The boy is eating. The boy is your Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's new podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland. And I'm Mariah Waika. Welcome back. This week we are talking about cross-cultural relationships with two of our friends and colleagues who have first-hand experience. Remember, if you get lost when you're listening to the podcast, our transcript and vocabulary guide are on the website to help you out. So since you both are new to the pod, introduce yourself to our audience. And welcome. Thanks for being with us. <laughs> I'm Anna. I'm from the United States, Wisconsin, and I am a teacher and the teacher trainer at Dynamic English. Awesome. And how long have you been in Chile? Hmm, like a little over three years now. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, three and a half, maybe. How about you? All right. I am Rebecca, also from the United States, from North Carolina, and I have been in Chile. I'll go ahead and answer that one. <laughs> been in Chile for almost a year and a half now, but I've been around Chile for about four years, like in and out type of thing, which is how I got a Chilean boyfriend. Which is how I got a Chilean boyfriend. Just asking, answering questions. <laughs> so let's just start that off then. So... Anna, how yeah. did you meet your boyfriend, and how long have you guys been dating? And who is your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. Yeah, my boyfriend's name is Hans. He's Chilean. We met pretty much the same amount of time I've been here. We met maybe one or two weeks after I got here. I was still living no in a hostel. Way. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't know that. Yeah. So we, I went to Bella Vista. Uh, yeah, Bella Vista. With my friends, it's been a while since I go out. Where all good love stories um, begin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I was there, actually, um, going to meet another person <laughs> um, for a beer, and the person was late, <laughs> and so I just was with my other friend, and we sat on the street instead of our normal table inside the bar, and Hans and his friends were sitting next to us, and one of his friends, Kata, was like, "Come and o- come over and talk to us. I hear you speaking English." You just want to see like, what you're doing. So, yeah, we went there, and then there was a whole incident with this street vendor kind of harassing us, trying to sell these weird artistic things. I don't even know how to describe it. It's, like, foam paper shaped into a snail uh-huh. on yeah. a stick. That's yeah. the only way to, to talk that. about so it. You, so you bought four. Um, <laughs> no. We, we tried to reject it, and the man was, like, super intense, you and know, pushy. keep buying it, keep buying it. And we're like, no, we really don't need this snail, <laughs> you know. And so Hans kind of took the the guy away from us, like, oh, come show me. I want to, you know, buy some and see, you know, whatever yeah, other yeah. things you have to show. Started dating. So, the rest yeah. is history. The rest is history. Yeah. Wow. That's that's quick, your first week here. I know. I wasn't trying. I really wasn't. I didn't come to Chile to find a boyfriend. <laughs> I came just to teach and practice Spanish more. Yeah, it just happened. Like, here you are. I know. Still wow. here, three <laughs> years later. <laughs> okay, so. Rebecca, your turn. Tell us your story. <laughs> Beat that. <laughs> yeah. So. I actually came to Chile in 2014 to study for a semester. <laughs> But I didn't study in a university. I studied doing an ethnographic research project in which I was uh, doing interviews with a ton of university students. Um, 
And so that's how I initially met my now boyfriend because he was and is a university student. And I interviewed him. We kept in touch a bit. I probably met him in the third month out of four months. So it's not like no we had way. a ton of time together. Mm. In and fact, not much time well, at all. No. Well, <laughs> and we were going to just part ways. I mean, we were hanging out, going on dates, but we were just going to part ways and that was going to be it when I left. But that wasn't it. So um, <laughs> eventually, I think about eight months later, uh, he came to visit me in the U.S. No way. And then for the next three-ish years, a little less, we were visiting each other back and forth, uh, probably five or six times visits, um, oh like gosh. long visits, mm-hmm. uh, between the U.S., uh, Chile, and Korea, mm. and then finally, I came to, to Chile. And because so you were teaching in Korea for, for a year of exactly. that time, correct? Yes. That mm-hmm. is an intense long-distance relationship. <laughs> it was. So it's wow. much better now. I can only imagine. So you knew each other about a month year, mm-hmm. and he visited you? Mm-hmm, because, wow. well, we kept in contact, obviously, and we were just, you know, not dating, but dating, basically, right. as far as keeping in contact and talking mm-hmm. every day. And then he visited me as a friend, but uh. <laughs> you don't talk to a guy usually that's, uh, like, every day and invite him to visit you and everything and meet your family. <laughs> So, when he's just a buddy. And like yeah. going, oh, how many hours? Think, Ten hours to go meet your family. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. yeah. Wow. wow. Let's talk a little bit. <laughs> those are some stories. Yeah, thank you for those <laughs> stories. Let's talk a little bit about language. Okay. When you when you met your significant other, what was your Spanish language level? What was their English language level? Tell us a little bit about that. Rebecca, do you want to start off? Sure. I was studying here, and I was already three months in. My Spanish had improved a lot. I already spoke some when I came to Chile. And I think my Chilean Spanish <laughs> had improved a lot. Um, we were able to communicate. I do remember one like moment where I was trying to tell him like he was being nice to me and I wanted to say like, "Oh, like you're embarrassing me." But like the way I said it was like, "You're embarrassing me." Like <laughs> like that kind of thing. Like it wasn't a long drawn out thing, but I could like see on his face that it like hurt face. him. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, no, like whatever I said, I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> but since then, and like these days, we don't have too many barriers. But you navigate your whole relationship in Spanish, more or less. Yeah, more or less. Like we try to practice some English because you should always practice English. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. yeah, mostly in Spanish. What is his level of English? I would say he's intermediate, but kind of like. Low intermediate. Yeah. So yeah. Room for improvement. <laughs> mm-hmm. So should listen to the pod. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Just like everybody should listen <laughs> to the pod. Yes. All right, Anna. Tell us about about you and yeah. your language level when you met Hans. When I met him, I had lived in Argentina for about two years or so before right. that, and I studied Spanish. Yep. At school, so you were in a good place. I was in a pretty good place, but I spoke a different kind of Spanish than Chile. <laughs> so for us, it was more about learning what do you call it, modismos mm-hmm. and things like that that I hadn't heard before and right. to me didn't make sense all the time. So we don't really have too many issues communicating. It's all in Spanish. Some words I just insert in English between us because you can't say them in Spanish. They don't have a word in Spanish. So for example, creepy is one that we both know and use. But yeah, other than that, I mean, some, once in a while we misunderstand each other, but I think it's almost a benefit because 
with another English speaker, I, I could easily get upset mm-hmm. that someone doesn't understand me because you grew up speaking the same language, the same culture, there's nothing there. But with Hans, and we both talk about this, it's kind of, we get into little tiffs or fights and, you know, he'll say something quickly and I'm like, wait, I only got one word of that, what? And he's like, no, you're not listening. I'm like, I am, I just didn't get it. And then it kind of breaks the ice and we end up laughing usually because it's like, oh, okay. We just didn't understand each other. It's okay. We'll move on. So right, I see it as a, a plus. <laughs> those basic miscommunications. Yeah. So what would you say Hans's level of English is then? He definitely is one that understands more written language. Like if he reads for his work, he'll read informes and um, reports, things like that. And he will understand in English. Um, speaking wise, I would say maybe an A1, A2. But to be fair, we don't really speak together. So he could be different. I don't know. Right. We just both kind of have a mutual agreement that we don't often correct each other in the other languages. It's better that way. (laughs) Better for the relationship. Yeah, I think that's I think that's tough for people where we're we're completely comfortable with a a teacher or even Mm -hmm. a friend correcting us, but when our significant other tries to, yeah, I I don't know. I think it sometimes feels more vulnerable or like you're being judged. It's it's more sensitive. And for me, it's kind of like bringing my work home because that's what I do for a living. So if I'm, it's like him teaching me about meteorology, which is what he works in. You know, I don't I don't need that in my house. (laughs) So okay, so we understand that obviously you're both dating Chileans, but that does that doesn't mean that that we can make generalizations about about Chileans in Mm -hmm. general when it comes to dating. But were there things you noticed in I don't know your courtship? time or when you started dating that were maybe culturally distinct or that were different from dating experiences you'd had in the past? Obviously, I mean, there are stereotypes about especially Latinos, not just Chileans, Mm -hmm. being, you know, more emotional. We say spicy. Expressive. (laughs) Passionate. Passionate, expressive, these types of things. Yes. So it's definitely true, but I think think (laughs) mainly because I'm so practical, not emotional, mm-hmm. but it's a good balance for me. Maybe it feels true in contrast to your, yeah, yeah. your, your personality or your, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely different from past relationships, but not in a bad way at all. Right. Because like I said, we kind of balance each other out because mm-hmm. I'll be like, I don't know, not thinking of things that maybe I should be thinking about as far as like, oh, asking you know, Latinos are very about, like, how's your family and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So I've, and I've learned a lot from him about that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I should be asking things like that, not just, like, eye on the prize type of American, like, <laughs> direct. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, just going down my path and doing my own thing. I should be uh, asking those questions, thinking a little more. We talked about this a little in a previous episode because of the different culture. Has your PDA increased <laughs> since you've been dating? <laughs> I think my general comfort level with it has, <laughs> yeah. but we still, you know, also have a mutual agreement about that. And like, I will have some PDA in, pu- you know, public, obviously PDA, <laughs> but I do try to keep it a little bit within the realms of my comfort zone, <laughs> which he understands. And so I think we've been together long enough now where we kind of know what the other you person a balance. feels like and is open to at the time. But I agree with these, what you said about family, actually. Just remembering, even before we talked about what we like studied or what our hobbies were, we honestly talked about our families. Mm-hmm. Like he told me about his whole family first, like showed me pictures. 
not that it's super intimate or anything, but I usually don't bring up my family first thing when yeah. meeting someone. But that, I guess that was that was different. And then maybe just, I think one thing we talk about a lot, um, Hans and I, is the the difference between gringos and when we're out, um, like at a dance or a club or a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's kind of an inside joke with us. It's always the Chilenos are, are out there and, and dancing right away and, you know, kind of having life of the party. They probably didn't drink anything, you know, but they're just going to go for it and they're going to dance and sing more openly. Whereas gringos will always be like, oh, I'm going to have a drink first <laughs> yeah. and then I'll meet you out there. <laughs> or two um, or three. Or two <laughs> or three. And so Liquid courage. Yeah. yeah. Not that we're alcoholics, but yeah. I think it's definitely... Wisconsin, though. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah, just so, just so. so our listeners know, to, to be clear, Wisconsin is famous for, for beer and mm-hmm. for having a very uh, strong drinking culture. Yes. <laughs> My city was once known for having the most bars on a city square block. Yeah. And we also have the world's largest six-pack. You heard it right here, folks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, so. you mentioned it a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm very curious on how meeting the parents were. Mm-hmm. I know that obviously language barrier was probably a big factor, especially for your boyfriends going home mm-hmm. to the U.S. I guess maybe tell <laughs> oh, us a, yeah. little about, a bit about that. Meeting his parents or his family was, you know, pretty good. Both were good, but I met them almost right away. Um, so I went home with him for Christmas, and we, you know, it was it was good. We spent maybe five or six days together. But luckily, they're good people, and, you know, I felt very comfortable and welcome there. Um, you spent five or six days for a first meeting? Yes. But to be fair, we had to drive six or seven hours. And it was Christmas. Yeah. That's an intense first meeting. It was. Um, <laughs> welcome to the family, Anna. <laughs> but it was even better because once we were in the car going to his house, his brother's girlfriend says, hey, how long have you been dating? And I'm like, you know, about two or three months. And everyone, including the mom, turns around, What? <laughs> And I'm like, well, I don't know. Um, yeah, three months, I think. What do you, and I asked Hans, and she's like, you're dating? I'm like, oh Hans, you didn't tell them? He's like, well, they didn't ask. I just said, Anna's coming. <laughs> so I met Diego's mom when I was studying here, like before we were dating. Um, and it's just because I think one of our dates or whatever, we were just going to watch a movie like at his house. Um, and he lives just with his mom. Uh, so it's pretty casual. I don't know Christmas or anything. <laughs> Probably, I mean, a little awkward, I guess, because it's, I still didn't speak. I didn't have, like, all the modismos to know what I should say. Just uh, yeah. kind of like, course. hey, I'm Rebecca. And, I mean, obviously, everyone always asks you, like, mm-hmm. where are you from? And what are you doing here? And all this stuff. So, I mean, conversation was easy enough. But that was me meeting his mom. And I met a lot of his family since then without any problems. It's just, you know, weird. For anyone, when you're not with, when you're the only person there that's like not part of the family, and yeah. you're a gringo or gringa, <laughs> it is awkward, but no, no harm done. Right. And then it's even easier, maybe better, with him meeting my family because since his English is not at a super high level to to be having conversations, he can't say anything offensive. <laughs> so you know, he and he's such a like little cute smiler. So he just, like, wins everyone. They're always just like, oh, my gosh, you're so cute. Look at that smile. <laughs> like, all my aunts, my grandma, my yeah. grandma. Oh, my gosh, I can him. imagine. Yeah, so. But like, they probably never talked. I mean, <laughs> especially with my parents, they've had, like, you know, broken English conversations. Enough to get by. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no, my family, well, now 
they've been around each other together, you know, four or five times, and they really like him. I think they it's amazing really how much you can show about your personality and who you are as a mm -hmm. person without being fluent mm -hmm. in the language. Right. It's You just have to be creative, right? It's mm -hmm. about your body language and, like, if you go and do the dishes and you're helpful and you're mm -hmm. kind and like, people can sense those things right. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think meeting my family went well, I hope. No one said anything yet, so. Um, <laughs> you just introduced him, Yeah, right? I know. Recently. Yeah, after three years together, we, well, almost three years, we, uh, he met my family. So it was definitely delayed compared to <laughs> me meeting his family. And they had said hi on Skype, but that's about it. So they did communicate. There was a lot of technology used, basically, mm -hmm. the... But Google that's great. Translate. <laughs> um, me, things like that. But he was definitely making an effort to, to talk with them. With my dad, it was watching sports and playing sports, which you don't need to talk. So he learned how to play kickball awesome. um, at my, my friend's wedding uh, reception or the rehearsal dinner. And so he became very popular because of just his athletic skills Abilities. And, and charm and playing in dress clothes and dress shoes and that was impressive. If only it were that easy to win over somebody's family for everybody. Like yeah. I just showed them yeah. my kickball skills yeah. and I know. <laughs> and yeah. I impressed them all. Oh, and yeah. he made a Chilean asado for my family and no that way. was basically all you had to do. So they that's still talk cute. about it. Oh, that's um, a fabulous idea. Yeah, they were so amazed by the whole concept. They were like, how did you make it so good when you didn't put any marinades on it or anything? It's just, you know, salt, basically. That right. was the same with Diego, yeah. except he made completos. Okay. <laughs> so I wasn't sure. as impressed, but my yeah. family, my parents liked them, so that was yeah. good. Food, it's always yeah. universal. Yeah, That's thing. such a cool idea, though, and just sharing mm -hmm. a little, like, a little part of their culture mm -hmm. in the process of meeting your family. Mm-hmm. So you've both been dating your boyfriends for roughly the same time, about three yeah. years? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would you, in Spanish, call them a pololo or novio? <laughs> we Good were just question. talking about this yesterday yeah. <laughs> or Monday. I do say pololo, but mm. I feel we were talking about it feels kind of childish sometimes. I know it's a word that's used, it's common, um, but more often than not, sometimes I'll say pareja, like my partner. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like more serious, the, but yeah. not. No if I'm talking with someone that's more formal, if it's mm -hmm. maybe someone my age, I'll say pololo, but... Yeah. So, I wouldn't say novio necessarily, but once in a while. I don't know what you think. Yeah, no, I always say pololo because that's that's what he is. Because yeah. right. to me, I mean, I don't know the exact line, but I'm assuming from what I've gathered, like, novio is like, you are... You're engaged. Like, yeah, you're on the marriage road. Yeah. Yeah, here, <laughs> exactly. No, if I'm talking to, I don't know, I have friends in Central America, so if I'm talking to them, I right. know to say novio. But of course. But equates to pololo. Right. Mm -hmm. So... What's something that you've learned through being in a cross-cultural relationship that you maybe you like wouldn't have learned if you were dating somebody that's from your same cultural context? Hmm. <laughs> Whether or that Spanish. be about distance yeah, or language. Spanish, <laughs> yeah, no, actually, like I never, I always jokingly suggest it, but dating someone, if you want to learn a language and you date someone that speaks that language, and especially, for example, my Spanish is better than Diego's English. Right? Yeah. It always has been. So we practice, we speak more in Spanish. Mm -hmm. That is a big thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't date someone solely for that, but <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> so I think for me, yeah, language definitely, but also mm, patience mm -hmm. and just perspective. <laughs> mm -hmm. Because I'm constantly questioned. I think that something is just the way it is because that's what I know. That's how it's always been. 
and then you know he's quick to not call me out but sort of and say you know no I don't agree this is my experience um, and so that's been really interesting to see something that I thought was a fact is not really depending mm-hmm. where you're from right so I think that's something that's I've really enjoyed learning but it's been frustrating too <laughs> have you felt being here I mean you've been dating your boyfriends for three or more years now sure. do you feel it's probably less so now but that you're like the gringa couple like the gringa Chilean couple when you go maybe hang out with their friends or when you're do you feel any of that kind of but the ones that I know now that, that I've seen many times I mean it's just normal or with this family I, you know they tend to mention that I'm blonde but that's <laughs> fascinating but some of them are blonde too so it's silly but I think one thing that has been funny I've noticed is we don't look alike at all really and so when we're out and about, you know, people will often ask us separately. Like if we go to a store just the other day, we were going to buy Coca-Cola something and they, you know, helped me first and they're like, okay, and what can I get for you? We're like we're together. And that's a yeah. common conversation. Um, they don't assume that we're together, even though we're standing next to each other talking. So that's it's interesting. Yeah. I have a great story I want to share about that. Please sure. do. <laughs> so one of the times when I was visiting, I fainted in the subway, <gasps> but luckily I was with Diego, and so he, like, like I don't remember, but he got me off of there, and I remember a guard or mm-hmm. someone came down there to help us out, and they were like, oh, you know, do you have any gum, or she needs to eat something, like, so we went up to, like, a convenience store to buy, uh, like, a Snickers bar, and he went to buy it, because I was obviously, like still fainty (laughs) yeah so I was waiting on him and the cleaning guy like the guy that cleans the metro came up and he was like you need to be careful with your stuff that guy's gonna like steal your stuff and I was just like he's like my boyfriend of two Mm. years so I'm not worried but yeah sometimes I mean it does say that too and someone asks he's like yep I'm gonna rob her (laughs) yeah well it's just funny like (laughs) but it's true it doesn't happen a lot but it was to me it was more funny than anything Uh just like that the guy said it and it, it was funny too because the guy he was like this little moreno guy like he wasn't some like haughty cuico guy yeah so that was what was funny to me right yeah. but it shows some of that yeah that like racism based yeah. on yeah. skin type here too yeah so it's everywhere yeah, yeah unfortunately yeah. wow that is that's wild that 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 happened yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> a good time <laughs> So now we have lots of success stories and we know some of the challenges of an intercultural relationship. So if any of you are looking to date in Chile or elsewhere, hopefully this episode is helpful. And as Rebecca said, if you really want to learn English, get an English-speaking girlfriend (laughs) or boyfriend. boyfriend. (laughs) Uh, But thank you so much for being here, guys. It really, really added to the show. Thanks for having us. All right. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English, where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.